put your mics to turn right out for the people at the back. Tonight's episode is going to be crazy. Talking about some political correctness right now. Get ready for this. Welcome everyone everywhere to the Elite Thinking Club. I'm Chris George Julian. Political correctness. Tonight we're going to be talking about political correctness. I'm here with my co-hosts Michael and Liz. Guys, you all right? Yeah, oh, we're good. Yeah. Love that. So, uh, last episode, before we go any further, we was talking about this. What were we talking about last episode? I fucking forgot. What were we talking about last episode? Elite, uh, elite, elite people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Illuminati, like Illuminati, Freemasons. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about the Illuminati, Freemasons, and the ruling elites of this world. If, you were, if you're if you interested in that kind of stuff, then definitely check that episode out after this one. But tonight, we're going to be talking about political correctness and has it gone too far are we at a place now where we are silenced we can't speak freely we have something to say and we can't say it because we feel like it's going to offend someone or has it been such a struggle to get to this point that it's actually a good thing who knows we're going to debate it tonight but before we do um just want to highlight you can't change anything unless you're willing to understand it and you can't understand it unless you're willing to explore it yeah good debates don't get ugly. We're going to talk about things that may make people feel vulnerable. Beliefs held sacred may be challenged because of life experiences, but we're not trying to make people wrong or to incite riot, but just simply explore. So welcome to the Elite Thinking Club, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you're here as well. Wow. Okay. So last episode, we were talking about Illuminati and ruling elites and uh, how we could be ruled by some secret societies and all that shit. And like I said, if you want to watch that episode, go ahead and watch that. But tonight, it, it, it brought us onto this where you can't say certain things anymore that you used to be able to get away with. And what are we referring to right now? It's political correctness. I remember growing up watching um, certain sitcoms. One of my favorites was Ali G. Ali G was a mm -hmm. white uh, comedian who posed as a black guy and used to even say things like, is it because I is black? You can't say that now because someone somewhere is going to get so pissed off. They're going to write into BBC or Channel 4 or whoever and say, I can't believe you've got a white guy posing as a black guy saying shit like that. Now, I also remember in the day when Yorkie, the chocolate bar, used to have as their slogan, it's not for girls. Shit was funny because it was just funny. I just didn't get offended. No Can one got upset. No one cried about now? it. Yeah, no one cried about it. It was a chocolate bar that was just for men. And we loved that shit. No one said nothing. No one got <laughs> upset, you know? And now we're in a state where they had to take that down. Michael, remember when we was yeah. in the army and in the ration packs, we had Yorkie bars and it said, not for civvies. Yeah. It was it said on the bar, it said on the chocolate bars, not for civvies and for all my other veterans and soldiers out there that used to remember those days when we in our ration packs we got little Yorkie bars. We don't have those anymore. It's now I think it's Oreo that um the army have done contracts with. But anyway, upset about that shit. This day and age, you can't have a chocolate bar just for blokes. This day and age, you can't have a I don't know, a certain club for certain people. Or can you? Or can you? Is it now well, a case of no? Women. We right, and we're going to get into this right now. So welcome everyone everywhere. Quick shout out to some of the comments. Um, Meg, I see you, and also Millie, I see you as well. Shout out if you're watching us on the Instagram as well. Big up Gracie yourself. Gracie and us Lola on, on Instagram as well. Gracie, oh. I see you. Love that I on Instagram. And anyone on got anyone on YouTube? Michael, where's Zach? Jules, when uh, are you yeah. back He's at not here yet, but. We are actually on Twitch now as well. 
Oh my lord! Hey, so we're on hello, Instagram, Twitch. Twitch, hello Twitch, uh, YouTube, and TikTok as well. So if you want to watch all three of us, myself, Michael, and Liz, head over to the YouTube now because you'll see us all on screen. But whatever platform you're watching us on, you're welcome. And also, we welcome the comments as well. Um, Jack, when am I back in Brentwood? I don't know, bro. I don't know when I'm back in Brentwood. It's one of those ones. It's one of those ones. Just, just, just keep your eyes and ears open. If you hear I'm around, come say hello. You know how it is, right? Political correctness. Okay. I was at, I don't even want to say this, that I was where I was the other day. So I was somewhere the other day and the conversation went to a guy that said, why can't I say the N word? Me and Michael have had this conversation and I don't mind if Michael says the N word. I don't mind if anyone says the N word. And what word am I referring to? Nutella. No, I'm not talking about Nutella. I'm working. I'm talking about the word nigger. If you don't like that word, then you don't like that word. Now, I personally don't mind hearing certain music with that word being said. In actual fact, I think it complements the music. In actual fact, I think it gives it a little bit more of that edge that I like about that music. Now, if someone was to use that word uh, offensively towards me, like trying to make me feel shit because like, you know what I'm saying? Like the way it was originally um, used, then I suppose I would get a little bit upset about it. But if it ain't coming at me like that, I don't feel any reason to get upset. You know what I'm saying? And another yeah, thing, exactly. imagine I didn't even speak English. Imagine I spoke flipping, I don't know, Thai or Chinese, and I didn't even know what that word was. It was just a sound to me. Would I be as offended? Probably not. Probably no. not. So, so in, and, and in it all regards depends to on words, content as well. I think in today's right. society, pretty much anything and everything offends people, doesn't it? Or yeah. offends a certain criteria of, of people yeah, us know you know it, it's crazy it's like everything like you say something it's someone's going to be upset about it even though you didn't that wasn't your intention was to upset you were just saying something saying a word or saying your feeling towards something or your opinion on something and it's like oh, you can't say that i'm offended right right shout out to christy shout out to um is it Dia? Dia Dam? I see you and Amasta. She's back. I love that. Back from last episode. Good to see her. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. so true as well. Snowflake syndrome. That's exactly what it is. It, it yeah, is it, it well. It, it worries me for the next generation because I just think like how how can you go out into the world and cope with the world if every if someone's saying something in a cafe or someone saying something at a dinner party is going to offend you because they've said a word you don't like? There's lots of words I don't like, but I don't complain about it <laughs> right so some of the categories that are the most like targeted for this political correctness shit is definitely gender uh yep. race and sexual orientation there are you know i don't know how to explain it. it's communities there are communities of people that really get their back up about the flag they're waving now mm. it isn't that we care it isn't that we don't care but it's just like why i care like okay I never realised there were so many flags in the world. Right. Do we live in a time, a day and age, where you truly believe that you are under because of a certain thing now? Like, I, I, I'm at a point now where I start to get a little bit upset where someone will want there to be a problem. Do you get yes. what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, yeah. like I it's like they're not happy unless they have something to complain about. Right. Like... Like I don't look okay. So from Meggie, yeah, like they don't allow you to sing "Baba Black Sheep" anymore. 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and because of different ethnic, religions though. and diversity in schools, um, they don't do oh, religion, some, yeah, schools sorry. Don't, some schools don't do the traditional nativity because of because of them being a diverse school. They don't do the nativity in the in the some of the UK schools because some other people who attend the schools are from different religions. But surely diversity is about showing all. So yeah. it's hypocritical. It's contradictory because it's like we better not do the nativity just in case it offends others who come to the school who have a different religion. But we're a diverse school. And we want to show yeah. all religions. And by not doing but, it, it then so, offends. So by not doing that... it, you're not showing the tradition in this. So it's like, have we come to that point where it's like, it doesn't even make sense when they're trying to make it make sense and they're trying to do the right thing because of the whole political correctness, but actually they're not doing the right thing. They're hiding away things and they're going against what they're actually trying to push. Yeah. Like I'm going to cover us right now and just say in essence, yeah, that if we get it wrong, we're okay with that. Here at the Elite mm -hmm. Thinking Club, we ain't about right or wrong. We're about what's appropriate no. and what's not. And right now, we're finding that, like, in today's current climate and, you know, this time we're living, political correctness, I feel like it's gone a little bit too far. But I also feel like, has it just created its own problem? Because someone highlighted something, has it just stemmed a flipping, you know, tidal wave of, of just confusion? It never was a problem before. So how is it a problem now? Like, why has it become a problem now? Why is it like, I don't, I don't have anything um, negative to say about uh, certain, certain communities that I, I feel like are really, really uh, negative toward it. Like they feel like they're offended in some way. So my friend, he called me earlier today and said, yo, what's tonight's show about? I said, oh, we're going to be talking about political correctness. He said that his missus in her workplace uh, said something so innocent like all right guys we're gonna have a team meeting in 30 minutes can everyone be available and she got picked up because she said the word guys like you can't say that no more because not everyone identifies as guys and oh, the reality yeah. was she didn't even mean that when she said that she didn't even mean guys as in like you're all blokes you yeah. all have to be at the meeting in 30 minutes she meant it like as in general like yeah, how people say it right guys we've got yeah and uh he said yeah i'm looking forward to the tonight's episode and i was like bro i got a feeling that a lot of i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go i definitely want to know what you want to say or have to say and i definitely want to know what you have to say put it in the comments and yeah i want to know what you guys have to say and hello to new twitch <laughs> right i was watching um doing a bit of research i was liking this guy jordan peterson this guy is like a professor oh, he does a lot yeah, of speaking yeah, he's definitely yeah. he stands up for what he believes in and he articulates very well yes, in he what does. he has to say so i i tip my hat to the guy i think the guy's great and he's one of those people that we definitely need to acknowledge like as one of the people who can kind of set it right now that's not to say he's always right but i just think sometimes a lot of us have we he articulates what we think do you get what i mean very quickly yeah. and very easily to understand one of the things that he mentioned was moral superiority he said that he finds these communities to be um fighting to be on top they find a problem with a system and the system they believe puts them under so they'll fight and fight and fight because it isn't because of what they believe in is being treated badly it's just that the fact that they're not on top if they were on top they'd be happy 
And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Like these feminists, for example, or um, it could be trans community, for example. Fuck it, it could be Black Lives Matter, for example. If you are under, you're not happy. But only, not because not because of what you're believing in, but because you're just not on top. If you were on top, would you still be raving? Would you still be carrying on the way you do? You know what I mean? And it's moral superiority. And he said that. And I was like, hmm, maybe you got a point there, Jordan. I wonder what you guys think about that. <coughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think he's right. It's it's like there's some deep-rooted um, need for them to be noticed and heard. And what we, I just think, um, it's just coming from all angles, from every, every, everywhere. It's like it started with a couple of things you couldn't say and a couple of people you couldn't offend within society. And then it's it just feels like you've literally got to watch your words on everything. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a doorman. That's how it's had, um, blowing up. You know, what we you a, social media. A female come to the door with a passport. She looked like a guy, but she didn't look like the passport. So we were saying that she couldn't come in because she didn't look like the passport. And then, of course, it was we was against her, all this like massive arguments that we was against her because she's now a guy and we're transphobic and all this other stuff. It's just like, no. Because you said no. Right, that's yeah. my point. I'm going to ask the audience on this one, yeah? Even if you are homophobic or transphobic, do you have a right to be so? You don't have to like a fact that someone is a something. Fuck. Like, look. I don't do like I get cheese. Upset? I, does you that make bit. me cheese phobic? There's loads right. of people who love cheese. So am right. I now like cast aside in society? <laughs> right. Now, it isn't that, you know, there is such a, a stigma that surrounds you can't be against someone. You can't, you can't. We live in a world now where it is it is offensive for you to be against someone. Well, you shouldn't feel that way. No. You shouldn't. I'm not here to bother you. You want to be what you want to be, be it. Like, I, I I ain't got a problem with you being what you are, but don't be upset that I don't like it. But Do we, understand? We have, it, it's important that we have differing opinions as well, because if you like something or if you, if you have a different opinion on something, we, we're, we're not going to learn. We're not going to learn as a society. Mm. No. And, yeah, and just because like comedian, if I... If, if I don't like something that you like, Michael or Jules, that doesn't mean then you don't like me. Well, yeah, I don't know the cheese exactly. that's, that's what it comes. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Like we could have, we have. Well, when we chat on him, we have debates. Like what, you know, sometimes Jules is like, nah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's like, mm, what? And you know, <laughs> um, but but we're still here every week, and we show up. We're not like coming off air and then going I'm never talking to you again because you disagreed with me or because right. you said a word I didn't like it doesn't work yeah. like that that's not yeah. communication that's not like being free speech and, and and being who we are we all are entitled to liking things having an opinion saying no whatever like it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean you you have to be cast as this like aggressor that is suppressing somebody because their opinion is different Another thing about it as well is like they talk about this woke culture that most people are just awakening to this idea that you are not educated enough on the system that you live in. You don't understand the bigger pieces, the bigger play. You, you know, you're so ignorant in your existence. And it really does come from, um, like a, uh, in, in my opinion, a negative sanctimonious place like 
you aren't born that way. You have to go through a path that teaches you things. And once you learn those things, you know, that's how you grow. It isn't someone's fault that they were born later than you. And it, mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? They don't know that yet. And it's like, let them grow, let them be and let them experience it. And then once they know what they're talking about, then you might be able to meet them. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, there's this stigma around this woke like uh, society that are, uh, if you don't know it, you're stupid. Or if you don't know it, you should by now. Or, or you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. we, we got to try and crush that. That's, that's, a, that's a real bad stigma. We got to try and crush. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Liz. Everyone should have their rights to speak what they want and not be crucified for it. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something. I remember a time when someone posted something on their tweets, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or... Um, they said something in one of their acts, like a comedian said something like 10 years ago. Uh, and back to my reference at the start of the episode to Ali G, years ago, about 10, what, 15 years ago. You can't now be made to make a public apology or forced to apologize for something you said Kevin back Hart. then. Kevin Hart. I'm not talking about Kevin Hart. I'm talking about like in general. Like, he ain't the only one. This has happened to yeah. a lot of people, no doubt. And like, for example, we're doing this episode tonight right on yeah. our channel and if you haven't done so already guys head over to our youtube hit the like hit the subscribe hit the <laughs> notification bell so you never miss a show we appreciate that we love you for that um but yeah if we said something tonight on this episode <laughs> and and uh someone's going to pick me up for it in 10 years time i'm not apologizing i'm not, <laughs> I'm not. i don't so, like yeah, cheese so a good example and, and if, if i get hated for saying i don't like cheese that's fine that's fine. A good example of it is that uh, Kevin Hart tweeted something 10 years ago. He said, mm -hmm. um, I don't want my son turning out gay. And, and he, he lost got a bit his of a backlash job. for it. Well, he got a bit of a he backlash lost... for it at the time. And they de he deleted it and said, I'm sorry. He apologized there and then. He said, I'm sorry. Then he got to do the Oscars, which was his dream. And then somebody had a screenshot of it and brought it out. And then they told him he had to apologize again. And he was like, how many times do I have to apologise for this tweet? It was a joke. Yes, it might have been in poor judgment, but it was a joke. I've said sorry. We need to get over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't keep apologising. Otherwise, well, one apology should be enough. If you didn't accept my first apology, why won't you? You might not even accept my second. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And then what? My third and then my fourth and then whatnot. But the thing is, the truth of the matter is as well, that is Kevin Hart's son. He made that kid. It's, he has the right to say what he fucking wants about that kid. I don't believe for one second, one second, that anyone um, who brings a child into this world doesn't have the right to say what they want for that child. It's your child. You made it. You know what I mean? It's yours. Yeah, that's you your creation. Yeah, that's like, my, that's like it, me owning a car and I want to spray it green and red. Like I want to spray it green and red. No one can tell me I can't do that. That's my fucking car. Like I own that. Did you get me? That did you get what I'm saying? I just want to I just want to throw my opinion out there. Opinions it's ain't facts. A threw... Car and a kid, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Meggy in the comments though. She did say something like, two people can look at the exact same thing and see something totally different." Absolutely. And I believe in that too. Absolutely, and that is how the world should be. Though we shouldn't all be seeing, looking at things, and seeing the same because that's how we learn. Mm -hmm. And Blue Star said as well, if you draw the number six on the floor and you're standing on one side of it and I'm standing oh, yeah, on the other side of it, I will, see, I will yeah. see a six and they will see a nine. And that is, again, like this political correctness thing. Some people, <laughs> some people, what is that, a G and a G? Some people uh, <laughs> will get, get really, 
<laughs> really, really um, like upset about something that some people just won't. It just didn't really occur to them that that was something to get upset about. Mm. Like, how is that? A, you know, you know. Okay, so here's something. Here's one thing, right? I'll tell you something. Um, before, obviously, lockdowns and COVID, um, I went through my whole activist stage. I still am activist in a weird, in a way. I do my bit, but I went through the whole like proper riots thing. So I went for a animal rights march uh, back in London, uh, in London, back in I think it was 2019 or something. And it was because obviously at the time I was just going through my vegan journey. I was going through that that place, and I believe every vegan at some point who transforms to full veganism, they will go through a phase. And part of that phase is telling the world. You wanna tell the world because you found something that has changed your life. So I was going through this phase and I remember I was marching and it was during the march when I actually found some vegans I don't like. Now hear this, I am on the same, I'm, I'm walking the same march as them, fighting for the same thing and I don't like them. They started saying some things and started calling people out and they were doing it wrong. I thought, hold on a minute, was you born vegan? Like, hold on a minute, was you not them once? Do you know what I mean? Like, cast the first stone in essence. Like, how can you be so, like, back to what I said at the start, morally superior now or sanctimonious now? Like, you're, you're, they were saying to people that were eating uh, in the restaurants as we were marching past, shame on you, shame on you. I was like, are you, a, are you, a, are you, an, are you an idiot? Like, you do realize we're trying to recruit you know what I'm saying? Like, we want people on our side. And what you are doing is creating enemies. Well, if it, you it vilify in your message, if you're vilifying within your message, it's not going to work, really, is it? I've been on protests, on human rights protests and, and you know, the, the lockdown protests and stuff. And I've also, I can agree with you on that, Jules, where there have been people there that have been, you know, ranting. And, and yes, they're passionate, but they've been saying things the, the wrong way. And I've been like, I don't, I don't agree with your stance on that. And I, I actually don't, I don't think you should be saying what you're saying about certain people, you know, because we're marching for everyone here, not just us or just a certain people. You, you, you know, you can't just cast aside people. So yeah, you, I thought I was mar We were all marching for the same thing, but actually, mm -hmm. you know, we, we we had different stances and different opinions on stuff. So. It's a yeah. tough one because, like, obviously, I only spoke about like a community, whereas there are loads of communities out there, and there before are some. You, who before you go away from vegans, how do you know that someone's a vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah, Michael, it's they'll tell you a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. We will tell you, Michael. I tell you something. Yeah, like I swear to God, I meet some people now, and they say, like, "How old are you?" I say, "I'm 33 years old." They say, "How do you look so young?" And they don't want to hear when I have to tell them the truth. When I tell them the truth and I say, well, it's my diet. I've, I've fixed it. I've found the fountain of youth. What more do you want? What more proof do you want? And then like for my physique, my strength to weight ratio in the gym, blokes approach me. Girls looking at me, marveled. They're like, how the fuck is he doing that? And I'm telling you like, what? The world's strongest animals on this planet are plant-based. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake. Your rhinos, your elephants, your gorillas, make no mistake. And just... Do the logic anyway. I, like I said, at part of this episode, like I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to be that person because we're all at different stages and we're all at different places. And no doubt there's probably someone far superior to me hearing me speak thinking, young man, the fuck are you talking about? And I'm going to look back. I'm just going to say to them, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm not apologizing. Fuck off. 10 years time. I'm not doing it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, 
So I was driving today and I had it on the, the, the radio. I was listening to someone else talk. And this guy is called uh, Douglas Murray. He has uh, wrote a book called The Madness of Crowds. And what he goes in to talk about is pretty much what we're talking about now, how there are tripwires and like minefields that you have to step very carefully uh, just to get by now. You, you've got to be careful about what you say. And a lot of people are now silenced because of it. They're afraid to speak up. They don't want to get themselves in a position where they are um, liable. Like, yeah, like they are, they will be publicly uh, made an example of. Yes. It's quite sad, isn't it? Because I think it takes away authentic authenticity of what people are about and what people want to say. It takes it away. It's like, oh, I, I'm only going to say this because that's what's allowed. It's like, say what you want to say. Say what's really funny. Like comedians, we've had this conversation on one of our chats before, um, you know, podcasts before, um, where like comedy you know, it, it was evolving when we were growing up and watching it. And there was some really outrageous stuff that we would watch that was funny, yeah. like yeah, really yeah, funny. And now if they, and that's the whole point of comedy. And now it's like, you've got to be careful. Oh, he shouldn't have said that. He's now on the front page of the newspaper because he said this. And I'm like, really? That's why I love, I love people that like Ricky Gervais, they would just say it. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Looking back at some of old school stuff, like I will even defend, like all I'll defend all because I'm I'm one of them. I'm that type of person, um, but I don't mind sometimes admitting that I was laughing at some things that could be quite wrong. So I remember mm. Dave Chappelle. His comedy has changed over time because the audience has changed over time. Back then, he was saying some real racist stuff that we found funny. But if I was yeah. on the receiving end of that, I'd be well upset. I'd be fuming. I'd be like, why is the joke always on us? But I, I'm I'm not, no one alive today is responsible for what happened way back then. No one. However, people are still being called up on it now. Like, oh, it's because you're white that we're in this position. Well, it ain't their fault. You're white. Yeah. But you weren't back then white. Do you get what I'm saying? But anyway, his yeah. his comedy has definitely evolved with the time. So what does that mean? Basically, as time does change, um, so does people's ways of navigating what to say. You get I me? Mean? What they can and can't say, what they can get away with, what they can't get away with. Now, though, we're at a place where people are afraid to say. Yeah. You you are like silenced. You can't say that, or and you're not allowed to. Quite say damaging that. for society and and for for us. It's very beings, damaging. It's not damaging. quite. It's very damaging. If everyone has to watch what they say all the time, we are not going to think get about how that will actually affect people mentally. Not really getting out what they want to say. Yeah. How and can you on the other side for identity? Like, how do you? We've had this conversation before. Remember about how how you identify. Like I identify as fit as fuck. If you don't call me fit as fuck, right, I'm going to get upset. I'm going to get offended. And then you and me are going to not be friends anymore. Like you have to address me as I want to be addressed. So I'm fit as fuck. And you have to say that now. All right. All right. So you know that. Now you know. I'm still going to call you Jules. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> but it's, it is one of them ones. Like if someone wants to identify as a zebra, we have to call them that. Otherwise, they're going to get upset because we're not identifying them as what they want to be identified as. So back to what my friend said when he said that his missus said, right, guys, we've got a meeting in 30 minutes. She can't say that now. She's not allowed to say that because someone somewhere might be offended that they were called a guy. 
And it's just so like, what did she say then? We've got a meeting, people. I, I didn't even ask him. Yeah, we've got a meeting in 30 oh, minutes. Homo sapiens. <laughs> homo sapiens. <laughs> yeah. And then someone's going to get yeah, up and go, oh, they're called us homos. <laughs> oh, us homos yeah. See? Oh, yeah, team. Uh, Amistar just said, um, you have to say, right, let's go, team. Shout out to um, Blue Star as well. She sent me a hammer on TikTok. I love what that. if you don't feel part of the team? Let's go. What if you don't feel part of it? Well, I guess, Michael, some people just want to see the world burn. I think, I think you know, like when you're happy, you... you get the endorphins. When you're when you watch a horror, you get other ones. I think when you get offended, there's some sort of endorphins that people get. Like when people get angry, people just like mm. being angry and fucking upset. So they're looking it's for like the next that fix. thing with children, isn't it? Any attention is attention, whether it's negative or positive. Wow. Well said, Liz. Yeah, it's true. It is so and true. Any I, I think like, with everything that's gone on in history, like all, like, all, all, all the stuff that's like the bad stuff that's gone on, it's really good that when we got to a place in society where, you know, people were aware of equality and things that did happen in history that was wrong. But I feel like now we're at a really damaging and dangerous um era in society where this could go to a point where we're actually unknowingly suppressing our free speech and being able to talk and communicate and say things you know mm. not saying oh let's go guys i mean how is that offensive but that somebody in the room how have we got to this point in society where someone in the room has been conditioned to believe that because else's guys they should be hurt by that and offended by that and take their time to poor people having free speech, but it's getting to a point where it's like, really, like, do you really think mm -hmm. that that person meant to offend you when they just stood in a room and said, right, come on then, guys, let's go? There was not yeah. was there real malice intent, yeah, you know. Exactly. And that's the intent and the impact. Like I had this conversation time ago about someone like intent and impact. What you said, this is what your intention was, but the impact yeah. it had, that's what the, you know, that's what it had. But it's, um, it's really, really quite upsetting to feel that someone somewhere got upset by that. Yeah. Uh, like in actual fact, how, how did it upset you? What, uh, tell me where that came from in, in the exactly. core of your body. What what got you upset about that? Now, is it, if it's because you felt like you were called a guy when you're not a guy, um, can you not just let that go? Yeah, because they didn't you're mean it like that. Yes, yeah. a saying that has been yeah. used for years yeah. and years and years, which wasn't meant for offence to anybody. But yeah. how do we? How do you think we're going to move forward? How do you think we will actually need political correctness going on around us for the next generation? Well, the first, so I, the first. The first, this is pers if that's a question directed at me earlier, is I will actually answer that. The first thing you want to do is like and subscribe our YouTube channel. That's the first thing you want to do because if you are, <laughs> if you are watching right now and you've watched so far and you ain't hit the like button or the subscribe button, you bloody get over to YouTube right now and you hit that like and subscribe you button because we're trying to grow our channel and you can't have these conversations with people unless you're open wanting to have the conversation. So that's where we're having these conversations. So be part of it and join our Discord, join our Twitch. You can go over to Instagram now, Elite Thinking Club. Go see Liz. She's on there. 
And yeah, that's the first thing you can do. And the second thing you can do is have more of these conversations with people around you. Granted, not everyone is ready to hear what you have to say, but never underestimate the power of planting a seed. You know what I'm saying? Just just do it. Just drop it. Drop it in there. Just be at the dinner table and be like, yeah, so political correctness has gone a bit far, hasn't it? Great salad, no. mum. And then just, <laughs> just like crack on with the macaroni and cheese. Great macaroni and cheese, uh, Mrs. O'Neill. Yeah, I love that. What did he just say? I said great macaroni and cheese. No, about political correctness. Oh, um, yeah, it's gone a bit far, isn't it, don't you think? And then just crack on with the food. <laughs> no, I, learned I love your when style. I, about, <laughs> I learned a quote when I was about six years old that I think we've forgotten, which is, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names and words will never hurt me. There we that go. Kind of, that's been forgotten, hasn't it? Because now it's, Michael, it's only... Michael, darling, you're not allowed to sing that song anymore. Oh, Are you not? sticks. sticks and stones. Offended. Stones get offended. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I saw a comedian talk about this, and he goes, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So you know what happened the next day? They came back with sticks and stones. <laughs> they fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't teach, don't don't teach kids that nursery rhyme because no. <laughs> they're like, no. um, but well, I do understand what you're saying, Michael. Back then, yeah, people were a lot more resilient, I suppose. People weren't so um offended by words. They weren't so well, how, I don't even know how to explain it really. I mean, are we turning into a softer society? Are we, we are. becoming a bit more and I don't even want to say pussies because that's gonna offend someone, like why are you referring to pussies? Like, you know, as if it's like the weaker yeah, thing. Pussies but, are a good you know. thing. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. You're well, not you mean pussy, pussy cat, but... right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Liz. That's what I meant. I meant that. No, no, we, we let's, not, let's not bring the cats into it because there's a whole load of cats, you know, that oh, yeah. will... Cats will get upset about this. Meowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they will. But it's like, <laughs> has it gone too far? Has it actually gone too far? And if it has... Like, what are we going to do about it? What can we do about it? Is it something that we have to just accept, roll over and be like, right, we're not well, allowed to say it. Of, it it's kind of oozing into the schools and the education now, isn't it? The whole political crap. You're not allowed to say this. You're not allowed to say that. We can't sing this nursery rhyme. We can't sing that one. We're not doing that anymore because somebody might get upset about it. We can't wear this. Do you get upset? That, do you get upset that Santa Claus is white? Um, this is just a question to anyone oh, out there. In all honesty, I never really thought about it. I don't get upset that Santa Claus is white. I've never really never even thought about it. Never crossed it. my mind. Don't get me wrong. I think it's funny that Jesus Christ is white, but I also think you know it is what it is. Like he's called <laughs> Jesus, his mate Paul and and John and that, but and then he's in Israel, but. Shout out to Amist. I literally read my mind. They just put on the comments, what about Jesus? But I never overthink if Santa Claus is white and I don't care. But the reason why I say it um, was because I was watching something else um, uh, the other day uh, about someone that said in, I forget what the country is now, but it's a, it's a Nordic country, a white country where Santa Claus is white and all of his helpers are black and they've got their black faces because they're the ones that go down the chimneys and deliver the presents to the kids. Hence why they've got black faces because been down the chimneys now someone somewhere said no that's a white man with all his black slaves 
Got a bit of feedback there, Michael. Just careful on that one. The mic. Yeah, I had to. Um, my headset ran out. Oh, mate. Well, you, got, you should have done your seven Ps, isn't it? Prior preparation <laughs> prevents piss poor performance, friend. Well, but no, no, it's, it's, sorted now, it's sorted now. It's sorted now. It's sorted now. Um, but yeah, I don't ever get offended by that. I don't want to know if anybody else overthinks it or doesn't overthink it. Is that what it is? Are we overthinking it now? We're definitely overthinking it. Like the fact that something that doesn't exist as, and it's made up doesn't offend me. Mm-hmm. But then I could be, people could just say, well, that's because you're white. So center's white as well. So he's on my side. So that's why I'll I don't ask you care. a question, Michael. Seriously, yeah. Like, as a white man, do you feel like you are probably the most political correct person? Because, because no. according to the world, <laughs> no. But because I'm the, the world, I'm the worst. You're the worst. Because I'm I'm straight, white, yeah, six yeah. foot, male, yeah. yeah. So I'm everything. So I literally cannot complain about anything. Right, that's my point. Like that, that is Michael. You nailed it. That is Liz. You weren't here for this, but hear this one. Yeah, I just asked Michael. Michael, do you feel like because you're, he just highlighted like all of his characteristics, you are the most political correct person out there. You have to be because. And Michael just said, from his perspective, because he's white, six. Um, what else, Michael? What else did you say? Straight. Straight. He can't be wrong. Do you get what I mean? Like he. He is by the book. Your life's perfect. Yeah. So I can't say you know anything I mean? about anybody else because I'm just a straight white male. So I'm not allowed Man, to like people. when we were talking about women's stuff. I'm not allowed to say that because I'm male. Like uh, black people's struggles, I can't say anything about that because I'm white. When they do praise for gay rights, I can't say anything about that because I'm straight. <laughs> So I'm literally, I can't say anything about anything because I'm none of them. What are you? So, <laughs> well, he's winning, isn't it? Clearly, in this world. <laughs> if you're, well, in this world, I'm winning. I'm just not allowed opinions. Well, what category do <laughs> yeah. you and I come into then, Jules? Um, who's losing here? Come on. Who's got well, the, the thing short is, this is, this, is, this is the point I'm making. So back to at the start of the of the episode when I said... Um, and if you're just tuning in now, guys, wait, look forward to when this is released on the YouTube. You can rewatch it and, you know, watch previous episodes if you want to. So we have done previous previous episodes um, on some of these subjects. Like one of the best ones we've done was gender equality, where we talked about, you know, different athletes and uh, how they can compete against non-genders and all that good stuff. If you like that, I'll put it in the link in the description anyway. But what Michael just said was really, really profound. You, He, according to society, shouldn't have anything to complain about. Or, yeah. because there's no one really fighting for you, Michael. No one. But everyone else has got something to fight about. They've got something to complain so because about. because you're winning. If you're a woman... You're not yeah. well, because I'm you're winning, a I'm not allowed an opinion. But then how is that fair well, yeah. to you with free speech? Exactly. Well, like I said, because when we spoke about like the um, Roe versus Wade, I'm male, so I can't talk about that. When we're talking about slavery and uh, people getting the wrong raw deal because they're black, right. I can't talk about that. Yeah. When we talk about uh, how hard it is to come out of the closet and like 
the struggles of being gay or bi, I can't say anything about that. And I'm six foot, so I'm about average. <laughs> so, yeah, you're not short, so you can't complain about short people being short. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not really that tall. I'm like six foot, so I'm, I can't complain about being tall either. I got blue eyes, hair. Fuck it, Michael, you're perfect. <laughs> you are winning. What are you on about? <laughs> I think, I think, I think, Jules. I think we need to replace him because I think that we're not, you know, diverse enough. I tell you what it is. I tell you what it is. I tell you what, another <laughs> thing that's funny, right? Like something that really, really is surprising is how I once was dating this girl, and she said I, uh, I had to explain to her how it felt felt for me uh, in my arena of life sometimes when I'm like literally the only person of color around. So. I would be doing my job and I'd be, you know, get out of my van and I'd start saying to everyone, hi guys, welcome, like how you all getting on and all this and that. No one overthinks the fact that I'm the only black person there. No one. But I I observe it. I see it, but I haven't like had to say nothing because it's not worth saying. Who else, who, who am I going to say it to? Do you know what I'm saying? And someone will yeah. say to me, oh, what's, this, what's the black man nod? I don't know. It's just acknowledgement. Like, you know, I see my man there. You're black, I'm black. Like, well, I go on. You know what I mean? It's just a nod. It's nothing. You could have a white man nod. You could have a flipping girl nod into a girl, whatever. Like girls in clubs or whatever. My point is, I said to her, would you not make an observation if I was to like put you in a room, like I'd introduce you into a room of people and would you not observe the fact that you would be the only white person in the room? Would you acknowledge that there's you're the only white person in the room? Like you're in a room full of black people, I walk you in, would you not instantly notice that? And she said, yeah, I probably would. And I said, right, so why is it that when I'm the only black person there that you wouldn't really, you don't really, it's not really thought about, it's not really spoke about, it's just like a thing, right? And I don't like the word minority, I think that's fucking bullshit. But it's one of those things where yeah, unless you're in someone's position, I suppose you will never actually know. I don't know what it is to really relate with a feminist. I, I really can't. I don't understand. Like, Michael, you're right. That Roe versus Wade episode that we did a couple of weeks back, uh, I'm glad Liz was here. Because, Liz, you represented a lot of the female audience that watch us, you know, whether on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, uh, Facebook, YouTube, wherever they watch us, you spoke for a lot of the women. Whereas Mark and I could only speak for the guys. But yeah. when it comes to this political correctness, half of the people that are complaining about life, I really can't relate to. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. maybe they are upset. Maybe they are offended. Maybe it is. <coughs> you have to, like, reflect a little I, bit. I, I, would, I would like to sit down and really discuss it with, some of these groups snowflakes that... <laughs> um that, the I... problem is though you can't really chat to them because as soon as it's like flat earthers as soon as you get any sort of sense coming hey. out <laughs> they talk about like they Don't they get too emotional people, i love my flat they get too emotional you. about it you know what you're not wrong you're not wrong because it hits yeah. home a little bit. It hits hard. It hits hard. But I, I think the only way we're really going to understand it is if if you do sit down and listen to what they've got to say to try and form an understanding. But then, if they're not making sense, and then you try and show them that they're not making sense, or you try and explain to them why you're not understanding it, that's when it all erupts and it's like, you know, the political correctness kicks in and you're in the wrong. And I just think that. Where, how do you move forward from that? 
Yeah, I mean, the problem is when people are emotionally collect, uh, connected to stuff, they can't, it's hard to have a conversation about it. It's like I spoke to someone before um, about a police officer shooting a guy in front of his kid. Now, because he had a, a kid himself, he couldn't get past the fact that that child saw his dad get shot. Mm-hmm. But because I like going with that facts and I'm I'm very black and white with that. It's just and I don't mean race, I mean like yeah, I look at know. exactly how it is. Yeah. The cool. guy was a danger. He had history of violence. He had a knife on him. He wasn't meant to be with that child and he the copper see him about to get in the car. So he shot him. He was about to kidnap his child. So he was, in actual fact, he was helping the kid. But because emotions get involved in it, it's like, no, he probably shot him in front of his kid. It's like, but if he had driven off with a child, he might have got to the end of his rope and went, well, if I can't have him, I'll kill us both. But emotional emotion took over and I ended up having an argument about it. Because he couldn't see it from a fact point of view. And that's very well said, Michael, because I know that we here at the Elite Thinking Club are all about exploring and we're not trying to... A good debate will never get ugly. ugly. We said that. We always say that. We keep it... like We keep it... And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're coming from a place of pain or a place of anger or a place that where you're not ready to have the conversation, some people just ain't ready to have the conversation. In actual fact, there are some times when my fight isn't worth having with someone if they can't comprehend where I'm coming from. Like they simply cannot fathom what I'm saying. So I don't even bother fighting. I'm Mm -hmm. like, whatever, man. Like just whatever. I've even had people... That's what's damaging though, Jules, because you should be able to get your point across and you should be able to speak up because the more I've felt like that and sometimes I've thought, you know what, I'm not even going to bring it. I'm just not, there's no point in it. But then I come away feeling like what I had to say was factual and informative. Not saying that what the others said wasn't, it was, but they weren't seeing all of the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's I, I you come away feeling like well, what's the you you end up not wanting to converse with people, and I don't think that's healthy. No, it's not healthy. But one of the things that the, the human mind tends to do is cherry pick information that suits mm-hmm. their bias. Like I mentioned this in the previous episode, I forget which one it was, but if you want to go back and watch a few previous episodes, you're going to love them. Promise you that. Head over to the YouTube Elite Thinking Club. You can't miss us. He. I say he. Some people just shut off from <laughs> seeing it from a different point of view, though. Some yeah, like yeah, your, your mind. Bias, yeah, and then it's like when somebody else comes with an alternative or with something that you haven't seen of that whole, you know, content that you're talking about. It's like that then triggers them to then be offended and oh no, you're just being this, or you get labelled as something, or and it's just like, can we just have a conversation or a debate that doesn't get personal? You know, right, mm. right. But the thing is, though, a lot of this political correctness is personal. Yeah. Some people take it like real. It is personal because mm. let's say, for example, like you're born a boy, but 
you really want to ident- you identify as a girl because that's who you believe you are. You're a woman yeah. trapped in a boy's body or whatever. And it's really offensive. Like if you, if people cannot relate to that, because some people can't, some people just yeah. genuinely cannot. They just but, don't understand it. Yeah. you don't, Yeah. So if you don't understand it, but then again, back to what you were saying, it is worth exploring. Yeah. I would like to have a conversation with someone. You know what? I'm going to try my best to get a guest on the show and we'll have that chat. Because well, we've done special guest chats, haven't we? We've had a few yeah. special guests. Talk about all sorts of stuff. I would love to get a trans person on this show. If anybody knows anyone who's trans and is prepared to have the conversation and, you know, just to come on the show and tell us about themselves and, you know, let us know how they are navigating through this world with that political correctness that we're talking about let them know let them know bring them bring them on the show we'd love to i'd love to welcome them and yeah 100 percent. okay yeah the thing is like it's, it, as soon as you start arguing with emotion which everyone has you kind of lose sight of what's actually happening it's like the car written house thing when it happened People found found out about certain bits, like it was at a Black Lives Matter rally. It was a white guy. He shot some people. Emotions straight away kick off. Mm-hmm. So you kind of close yourself down to the, the actual facts of it. But even after it come out, the news was still saying that he shot black people. And people's emotions were running wild, even though it wasn't. Yeah, it was definitely the tripwire minefield that, as soon as you say something, you've triggered the bomb. You've triggered the the uh, the explosive. Like, Detonation. what's that? Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, but wait, let me finish. No, no, fuck that. I heard Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. people get triggered and they'll leap at it. And it's like, yo, I wish we had never said it. I wish we'd never fucking said it. Do you know what I mean? Because we can't now get to the fact that we're just talking about a, a kid that went on a mad I, one. I remember having a conversation with somebody um who who actually didn't realize that the people that were shot weren't actually black because yeah. of the the perception the conditioning the emotion and you know and i just and they were like oh really i'm like, yeah and that they you know they were going all in and then i was like um but you do realize they were white yeah the people who shot like, were white yeah, yeah. and that's what i was saying that's why i was like they came away from that debate they had with me about it a little bit more factual i came away i came away realizing the the power of the media on it on people you know we spoke about that before and it's like so we both learned something from that debate it's shocking and it's you know yeah for anyone for anyone like watching that's just tuning in to us we are the elite thinking club we've done a two-part episode a two um part episode on kyle rittenhouse and how that all went down. So if you want to, just head over to the YouTube, uh, f- type in Elite Thinking Club. You'll see us, me, Michael, and Liz. You'll see us right now, actually, all three of us <laughs> and uh, on this live. And you can also then just like find the Kyle Rittenhouse episode and watch that. Let us know what you think on that and uh, just get a little bit more insight to that. Yeah. Shout out to Nini as well in the comments there. I do see you, Nini. I see you. And she's like, I'm Hello, Nini. Hello. Today, you know. Shout, Shout out, out to Nini. Too. She's been here from day. You know, go on. Shout out to Clive, to Clive and Lone <laughs> Arrow and Gracie on Insta. I love that. Shout, yeah, big up yourselves, guys. Like they've been following uh, us Clive's on Insta, is he? I hope you guys can hear these guys too and not just see me sitting here. 
Hey, he's probably Clive's probably muted it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Clive. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Clive, Nini, Gracie, all those followers from day one, like from when we first started. Them guys have been here for coming up to over like we're getting close to the year and a half. Well over the year. They're and pretty a half, much on we? the show. You're pretty much on the show, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Clive's been here almost as long as I have. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Michael's runner. first episode, we were talking about Flat Earth. So head over to the YouTube, watch that episode. That's a brilliant I episode. How about that? We did, didn't Michael we? Joined, yeah, yeah. Michael joined the club uh, <clears throat> talking about Flat Earth, man. Fuck, you know. Mm. <laughs> a while ago. Great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, let me see how long ago uh, that was. Hi, well, last year. Clive, shout out, big up to yourself, and Gracie, and Lola, and Nini. And Nicola Creasy, one of my TikTok followers from day. Gotta give a shout out. Right. How do we move forward with this political um, correctness thing? Like, if I go to work, I'm very, very professional in how I speak to people. That's fair to say. But this whole political correctness thing is like, okay, so here's an example. We wear long sleeves at work in case tattoos offend people. Seriously? Come on, like, what's your? Oh, like, by the way, no, wait, wait, wait. I need to. I need to also do a disclosure, a disclaimer here. I don't represent the people I work for on this chat. This is my chat. This is my thing. I'm not. I'm not part of any association apart from Michael Liz. We are the Elite Thinking Club. We're talking. I mean, about I get stuff. it. It's it's probably seen as kind of like you know part of etiquette and you know the attire and everything. There are places that want to promote and come across it in a certain way and I get that like they're running businesses and stuff but in this day and age this is what I mean it's so like contradictory with this whole um diverse and all of that so it's like so technically people who have tattoos could say well I'm offended that you're asking me to cover myself up or not wear mm-hmm. short sleeves in my employment that's against my employment rights like there's so many and how how far do you go like exactly people are offended by the weirdest things yeah yeah like remember when we were everyone had to shave in the army it was a thing we were clean shaven and you had short cut hair like i didn't have my locks and i didn't have my beard so one of the so the first thing i did when i got out of the army is i grew this fucking beard and now i got locks 100 percent i was like yeah people wonder why i rarely shave but that that is why (laughs) yeah man like do it every fucking day but at the same time, I suppose it is like you are employed by the Queen, and these are the Queen's regs. If you don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen that on the where's that on South Park? Is it you don't like it, you can get out. I remember <laughs> when I was at school, oh, like my hair was really frizzy, and um, I remember at school, what well, you know, when I was going to uh, do sports today, they were putting hats on us and making sure that we were like safe in the sun and stuff. And I remember my teacher saying, can you not do something with your hair? Because it was just coming out of, every, like, it was just so frizzy. And I was, like, trying to scoop it back into a hair bubble. And I couldn't, you know, it was, anyway, that's what you, you know, that's just frizzy hair. And um, if that was said to me now, can you imagine the backlash that teacher would have? Okay. Yeah. Like, back then... I was just like, I can't miss. It's just everywhere. It's just it's like you really need to sort your hair out, you know, do something with it. Like you, you, you can't be like that sort of thing. 
And <laughs> so, wait a minute. Hearing what you're saying is, isn't it a good thing then that people are now a little bit more correct politically? But this is what I'm I saying. Don't even like the term politically. No, but this is what I'm saying. So this is where. Yes, it's good where we've moved forward with the equality and we're more aware of things that, you know, could make somebody feel like they're different or, or um, you know, the whole thing with black people's hair. There was a whole thing about it, do you remember, ago? Um, and then it kind of did a U-turn and it and 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 it's like you 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 should never say that to to people and say that the you know their hair has to be changed for work or what have you because you can't help what you what genetics you know you can't help your hair right. it's big and out there it just is um but that's my point so we've moved along with it so it's great but then it's like gone to the point where if that was said now to me if i were at school there would be that person who said it my teacher i genuinely believe was not being racist in what she was saying she was just wanting right. she was just basically in the moment saying oh we need to sort this out like why is it like this why is it all that you know and as a kid it just went over it went over my head i didn't stand there and think oh, she's vilifying me for being mixed race she's she's making me feel you know, no mm -hmm. i just I lived with my hair every goddamn day. Every time when I got up, I was like, ooh. So I kind of got it, you know. Um, I mean, I appreciate it now. But anyway. Um, and and so, yeah. But now she would lose her job. She'd probably be up in court. You know. That... Yeah, that's not cool. When you start putting people in places like that, like, it's, it's not cool. Like, you're, it's her awesome. livelihood at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. This is yeah. what I'm saying. So I'm just trying to say, like, yes, yes it's good we move, we move, we evolve as a species yes it's good of course it is and we evolve in the right way for humanity and we are um you know we see the diversity we apply it where it needs to be applied and it, it has a positive impact but i don't believe that all of what's input and fed now with this diversity and you can't say and can say and you mustn't look this way you mustn't say this you can't wear that color you can't do it it's going it's like kids are going to be so messed up and like whoa what am i who do i want to be what do i identify as what do i want to eat what can i eat what can't i eat what can i say can i shall i shall i even bother breathing <laughs> do you know what i mean it's just yeah we all yeah it's gonna yeah it's gonna get so mental and humans overcomplicate stuff we we overcomplicate yeah this is interesting, right? So back to what Michael said earlier this episode, right? And if you're just tuning in, guys, welcome to the to the Elite Thinking Club. Um, hit the like, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Michael mentioned earlier about his characteristics that simply make his, on paper or in this society, he shouldn't have anything to complain about. And this is what actually I've flipped on its head now, just thinking about what you just said, Liz, and then referring it back. People with differences... If you look at it with a positive perspective, like I do, I flipping own my differences. That's what makes me famous. Do you get what I mean? That's what makes me great. The fact that I am black, the fact that I am loud, the fact that I do have frizzy hair, the fact that like, I am different. You know what I'm saying? And maybe acknowledging these differences empowers people, gives them a sense of... And empowered completely. So has political correctness, just exploring here, actually saved us 
as a, as a species, as a race, like the fact that we are now acknowledging all these differences rather than I trying to like create these cutouts of people. I think it's intention, the intention of political correctness at the beginning of it was thought of positively. The, the, the outcome was to be a positive impact on society. I think now, like most things, humans have overcomplicated it and it's going too yeah. far. It's got out of hand. To where what its original goal and outcome, positive one, it's it's being literally dispersed and spread so thin that it's 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 going to be a negative outcome. Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, so say a company, so it starts off with one person and they have it how they want it and then someone else takes over and then they try and implement a little bit different and then as you keep going, by the time you look at the end, it's nowhere near what it was at the start. So everybody wants to have their little piece, like add their little bit to it. So it gets so crazy by the end of it. So... PC might have been good at the start, but then because everybody's emotions get involved, yeah. it's just evolved to something that... So there is benefits it's to dangerous. it. Yes, but now everyone's so scared to talk about anything. Yeah. And you, we've got We're to not... weigh it up. Yeah. We've got to weigh it up. Right, we've this is one of those things. It's... Sorry. No, go on, Liz. Go on, finish. finish. Just got to weigh it up, whether it's the impact of it now is... Is is better um, mm-hmm. how, than what they set out, or, or if it's actually going to have a more dangerous effect, and and that's what it's it's, it's it's like anything in life. We have to look at the risks and the benefits. Mm-hmm. Right, we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and I'm just gonna say that we will be back in about 15 minutes. Me, Michael, and Liz are gonna go now off screen, have our little behind the scenes chat, and we'll be back in 15 minutes so if you're watching us on the tiktok or the instagram or the youtube or the twitch we thank you we love you thank you so much for that hit the like hit the subscribe don't go nowhere we're going to be back in 15 minutes time it's going to take a break uh that is the end of this episode so if you haven't done so already um definitely check out some of our previous episodes on things like gender equality on things like michael's first episode which was the flat earth one and you know check them out i'll put some of the links in the descriptions and um if you haven't done so already, head over to the YouTube where you get to see all three of us. We're all here. You can see us um, and then see us there. Yeah. So we're going to be right back. Michael, Liz, is there anything else you want to add to this episode um, before we take a break? Yeah. Content. I think everything should. Anytime you go against something, remember the content of it. So if somebody says something that you don't like, remember remember how what the context is. Because I say stuff all the time. In a jokey way that if you take if you just listen to it, you'd think that I was being out of order. But a context of the conversation is the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, for example, uh, a quite a tanned uh, a guy from Romania went back to Romania the other day. Now, when he come back, I made a joke and said, "Oh, you caught a tan." So that could have been taken by the wrong person as a racist remark. But because the context that we have, he knows I'm not racist. Uh, 
He knows I meant it as a joke. But if someone had heard me over my shoulder, would have said that was racist. But the context wasn't racist. So just remember context. Context is the key. Aye. Well said, Michael. Yeah, definitely. Don't take, yeah, can't take things out of context. Yeah. Liz, got anything else you want to add to the episode before we take a break? It doesn't need to be so serious. Life does not need to be so serious. And we all need to just take a step back and look at the bigger picture. I love this woman. I do. I love you both. Actually, I love you both, of course. And uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. Well, we're going to take a break. Um, If you haven't done so already, put kettle on. You're going to love this next episode. So get yourself comfy. We're going to be right back. Uh, We're going to be back at, what's time now? 10 to 10 15 minutes no 10 minutes do your maths Jules alright in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> right everyone everywhere from me Michael and Liz thanks for watching you know what to do you know how to do it <laughs>